<laughs> Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show, I have a very special guest who has a new book out called The Secret Nature of Matter. Um, this is an, a completely fascinating subject that we're going to get into today um, and I can't wait to share this with you. But before we do that, I just want to remind you that if you are watching this show um, on live on Facebook or if you're watching it afterwards in our YouTube channel, don't forget that after the show is over, if you click the link below this video, you can take my 30-second quiz to figure out what is holding you back from success. So let me introduce my special guest today, Richard Gordon. Hi, Richard. How are you? <laughs> hey, good to be here. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Um, the secret uh, nature of matter. It's this is such an like I said, incredible subject that we're going to get into today. But before we we get into the crux of that, can we just get a little bit about your story or your background and how you got you know how you arrived at writing this book? Well, it's a really long journey, and I've been at this work for over forty years. I've written four best-selling books. Uh, starting with polarity therapy. I it took me from feeling my worst to my best and I learned it and taught it. Then it led me to what I call quantum touch, which is a system that rapidly brings down pain, inflammation, accelerates the healing process. We just put in a clinical study for publication that's been approved and it's be published soon, where we gave pain relief sessions to people with super high levels of pain with fibromyalgia, arthritis, and uh, accidents. We saw a 67% drop in their pain from a single session. So it could be something that could keep people from being addicted to opiates. And most people aware of my work care about the pain relief and acceleration of healing. But it led me to make these discoveries I would not have believed even two years ago. So it's, it's kind of a long journey. I'm trying to summarize it quickly because I know you don't have a lot of time on this. Mm -hmm. But what happened was in 1978, just before my first book came out, which is in a dozen languages, I met this gentleman who told tall tales. He was obese. He was blasé. I didn't believe anything he was saying. And he said, oh, yeah, I dissolve tumors and heal broken bones and just I said, okay, this guy's just blowing smoke. But what he did was he demonstrated on my girlfriend who was in front of the room and he just touched her hips and the hips rolled back into alignment. I go, what? And he touched the cranial bones and they moved back into alignment and they, and he worked on her scoliosis and we could actually watching a change before my very eyes. I thought, well, I'll never learn this. But in the course of the day, I saw that I could actually cause structure to move visibly. I tested it thousands of times because I wanted to know that it was real. When I would, used to be on the road teaching workshops, I would say to people, before lunch break on the first day, you can move bones back into alignment with a light touch or your money back. No one ever got a refund. No one failed. It's the easiest skill there is to learn. So most people are concerned with pain relief and accelerating healing. But there was this interesting thing about alignment that I was fascinated by because it's considered physiologically impossible by the chiropractors, the osteopaths, and other people in the profession. If somebody's hips are twisted, you can't untwist them. Well, I discovered about eight, nine years ago that I could meditate and cause that to happen. It takes five or 10 seconds of meditation. I can cause that untwisting. I showed the famous professor Rupert Sheldrake on his wife whose hips was off by a mile. I could just meditate for a few seconds and bring it back. That 
it's really astounding stuff. But then I made even bigger discovery. That led to another workshop I call uh, Quantum Touch Level 2, where you can work two or three times faster without even touching people and at any distance. So that led to some other things. And if that wasn't far enough out, I then took it three steps further because a friend of mine told me that if you make a movie of yourself doing a healing session, people watching the movie can receive healing. I said, well, that can't be true. He said, test it. So I did. And what I did was I made a movie of myself aligning somebody, did a selfie movie. And when I showed it to people, it caused alignment. I thought, that's crazy. This is, this is wild. And so that led me to, um, to then try another experiment. And I was sitting in a cafe and I had a golf tee in my pocket. And I thought, what would happen if I meditate on this physical object to give it the energy and intention of causing the alignment? And I'd hand the tea to people and it would work. Oh my God. That led me to run 56 experiments in my new book, The Secret Nature of Matter. And after I ran six or seven, I thought, oh my God, I better journal this. I'm on an adventure, a quest. So I wrote them all down as I was doing them. And if you read them all, you say, oh, you... My observations were correct, but my conclusions were false because I was thinking it was happening this way, but it was actually happening that way. And I tried charging glass, plastic, metal, rubber, paper, leaves, anything I could think of. It turned out that all matter was equally able to hold energy and intention. That was shocking and surprising to me and then led me to a conclusion that all matter is made of this is a very technical term subatomic god stuff everything is made of consciousness that holds energy and intention equally and that led to a whole series of experiments but then i made an outlandish discovery i set a pop, uh, 10, 12 coins on a table about four inches apart from each other and I had a woman standing in front of them all. And I measured her hips. She's very uneven. I meditated on penny number one, which was right behind her. But then I handed her penny 12, four feet away. And it worked. And I got very upset. I only meditated on penny one. Why would penny 12 work? And I realized it, after a while, <laughs> it was because I put all 12 pennies there. I had joined all the pennies together in my mind. I had created what a term I've coined called conscious entanglement, where I had joined them all together in consciousness. So anything I do to any one of them then happens to all of them. And then I created a pendant that uh, we see here. It's uh, kind of got a nice design. It's got gold plating or silver plating on it. It could have been made out of dead cockroaches encased in plastic for all that it mattered because all matter holds conscious, but people want to wear something pretty. I don't think people want to wear cockroaches. So what happened was I joined all the pendants together we had manufactured. I charged them all with my best healing energy. And then I sent them out to our top 50 instructors around the world and asked them to put their best healing energy into it. And before we knew it, we had sold thousands of them and people are using them for accelerating the healing process, bringing down pain and inflammation, 
and other good stuff. So this is a brief, brief version of my story, but that's how I got here. So what do you think is your explanation as to why you can charge or um, put intention into an object and how does that then, you know, create this change in our, in our physiology? Yeah, it turns out that we assume that the mind is confined to the brain and that the brain is an epiphenomenon of, of electrochemical reactions and neurons. But it turns, but I believe that our consciousness, our spirit, our soul, our, our being is much more than our physiology. And the mind is not confined to the brain. That's why I learned that I could send heart chakra energy to somebody and untwist their posture. Once you realize the mind is not confined to the brain and our love actually is a real energy force that has a physiological impact on other people, then it's not that far a stretch to go, oh, you mean this penny is holding whatever energy intention you put into it because if it's all made of subatomic God stuff, it's all made of God stuff, then all matter is really consciousness in physical form. Consciousness is like the cause energetic, but we can implant anything with that consciousness. And, and how do we know it? Because it can have a physiological impact. And like I say, people don't care about untwisting posture. That's just my thing. Nobody cared about the phases of Venus, but it's how Galileo knew the earth went around the sun. No one cares about the position of stars during an eclipse, but it validated Einstein. We are using this one simple little technique as a way of knowing that our love actually has a physiological impact on people we're caring about. So anytime you're bringing your awareness or your consciousness, your intent, your desire towards something or someone you love, you're actually having some physiological impact, maybe small, maybe large. You know, when somebody stops loving you, sometimes you feel this tremendous void, like they're, they're not holding that energy anymore for you. And you, you feel that lack, that emptiness. But when you can learn how to focus and amplify the energy in your body, this is what quantum touch teaches. We, teaches people, we teach people how to use breathing and body awareness exercise. There's no attunements. There's no magic symbols. It's just how do you move awareness through your body so you can actually feel parts of your body as you're breathing and you move it in waves and spirals and different techniques, then we raise our vibration through breathing, body awareness, connecting to love, joy, compassion, gratitude, these kind of energies. And we use a very complicated method called the where does it hurt technique, where you sandwich the part that's in pain with your hands while you're doing the breathing and body awareness. Their energy comes up to match you. You never come down to match them. That would cause you to feel drained and tired. You lift your vibration higher and higher. Their body matches it. All healing is a function of self-healing. The body heals itself. You don't, it looks like you're the healer, but actually you're just facilitating their body doing what it wants to do in the first place. Right. The definition of a great healer, someone sick who got well quickly yeah. because we don't actually heal people. We raise our vibration to let their body heal itself. And we get high in the process of physician Jerry Pittman wrote in its elegance, quantum touch first 
helps the practitioner and then the other person comes up to match it and their body and spiritual intelligence is doing the healing i've never healed anybody i don't know how to heal my a cut on my finger i just hold the energy in the space to let their body do its own self-healing right and so with uh so with this book are you like can anyone do this like can anyone learn how to do this is it the purpose of the book yeah i ran 56 experiments in the book and I've had lots of people tell me, yeah, I tried the experiments and they're working. Yeah. I can do it. And so this is such a monumental shift of awareness that, that really shows us that your love is valuable. It's your most valuable part of you is, is the love, the compassion, the desire to help yourself and others. Your inspiration is meaningful. And the stuff that we intrinsically know, we can validate it in an empirical setting. So I've stated my long-term goal recently. I just kind of formulated it. By the year 2040, I want to see this taught in every school. Every child learn how to do energy healing work because it's the most valuable skill you can have six or eight days a year. Right. You don't have to use it every day, but when it's needed, it's really valuable. I want to see this practiced in every hospital. We had one nurse, the doctor told her, you have to stop doing this on our post-surgical care patients. And she said, why? He said, we can no longer predict how much pain medication to give them. <laughs> Such a trouble. Such a, what, 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 a, what a problem to have. <laughs> Exactly. And I want to see this studied at every university in the world because it redefines what it means to be a human being, that we are so much more than these, these meat machines. We're these spiritual entities. And I came up with about 25 implications in my book of what this means. You can't prove it, but everything points that we are actually spiritual beings and not just meat machines and that our love is valuable and has impact. Right. So who are the people who you think will benefit the most from, uh, from reading your book? Anyone who wants to grow, discover the mysteries of the universe, anybody curious about the nature of reality, anyone who wants to learn new human abilities that we didn't know we had and stretch their, blow their own mind about what's possible, anyone who wants to grow and see what, is next you know when you know benjamin franklin was flying his kite and realizing electricity and grounding you know lightning rods and stuff that was a major breakthrough this is another kind of breakthrough that redefines all the sciences redefines our identity as humans and just think i mean i love what elon musk said i want to live in a future that i find inspiring i don't want to live in a future that depresses me i want to live in a future where people value their compassion they value people's love more than they just value the acquisition of more stuff because if we valued compassion there could never be a hungry child in the world and when people realize that they're their love actually has impact. We could hire 
people who are not good at making a lot of money. They're not really technological or hard workers, but they're wonderful listeners and they care about people. We could hire them to be in hospitals and just run energy and, and sit with people and love them. We'd probably reduce hospital costs by 30, 40%, just that alone. But we need to shift our priorities because our beliefs shape our attitudes. Attitudes determine all the thoughts and feelings and thoughts and feelings determine all the decisions and choices we make. So if we can shift a core belief about the nature of reality, then all the other thoughts, feelings, choices, decisions, emotions get shifted in the process. And we are now on the verge of having a whole new way of being that can shift our core beliefs and priorities about reality. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about the book and I'm, I'm so glad that we got the opportunity to talk today because I believe that this is a, it's a powerful message and it's a way that people can take responsibility or take charge and control again of their life and their outcomes and, and you know, their happiness and joy levels. So, so where can we send people, Richard, to get their hands on the book? Uh, you can go to Amazon to see the secret nature of matter or to look up quantum touch, the power to heal, to learn the basic techniques, or you can just go to quantumtouch.com and learn about, we've got practitioners in over 50 countries. My books are in 17 languages. We've got a big foot, wide footprint around the world. Even the websites in, I think seven or eight languages now. So we're just getting started. We're yeah. just beginning to penetrate the world awareness. Yeah, you are. Um, all right, darling. Thanks again for joining me today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, and guys, I encourage you to share this video. Please get the word out. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, and if you click the either the link below or the, the banner to the side, you'll go straight through to Richard's website from there. Um, and don't forget that once the show is over, you can do my 30-second quiz so we can figure out what's holding you back from success. So, guys, until next time, remember to live large. Choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.